You're listening to OMAG All Access, a podcast about all things affecting municipalities in Oklahoma. Hosted by OMAG's Director of Strategic Initiatives and Partnerships, Bill Tackett. Hi, I'm Bill Tackett, your guest host for this edition of OMAG All Access, and we've got Two very special guests today to talk to us about law enforcement-related issues, and I'll let them introduce themselves, starting to my right with Mr. Billy Carter. Yes, I'm Billy Carter. I'm actually a retired uh, police chief from the city of Choctaw. Uh, did a full 30 years there, uh, which I'm very proud of, and uh, eventually wound up here at OMAG as a law enforcement specialist, and actually have been here about 13 years. My name is Jason Delonis. I'm in public safety for about 25 years. I've spanned from county jails to local police departments from uh, Sterling, Elgin, uh, most recently spent the last six years as the chief of police of um, Fletcher Police Department uh, until I uh, took employment here at OMAG. Well, very good. And so today what we'd like to do is uh, look at law enforcement from two different sides of the coin, the administrative side and the civilian side. Mr. Carter, you have some notes and uh, we know you do some uh, training with uh, use of force and blow 100. So how would you like to start us off today? Well, actually, we've, we've actually been looking at policy development a lot lately, and we were going to kind of head that direction for a while, at least uh, maybe to start the topic of, of policy and procedure. We are still finding out that a lot of agencies either don't have any policies at all or have very, very outdated policies which actually is causing us some difficult in defending cities against lawsuits, particular civil lawsuits, uh, and finding out that those figures are getting a lot bigger for some reasons where they, they probably shouldn't be. So introduction into the policy part that we want to talk about is the use of Lexapol, which has been available to all of our departments since about 2015. And uh, so we are now looking at a lot of data to see if the if the agencies that are using policies are also doing training on their policies, uh, because when events happen at a city and they wind up getting a tort claim or something that turns into an actual lawsuit, that's usually the very first thing that either defense attorneys ask for and uh, OMAG legal uh, ask for is, is what their policies are. And you know, we just had a recent case where we're actually were given a policy uh, on use of force that was from 1980. And so we're going to have to defend a use of force lawsuit on a 1980 policy. Uh, so we're going to try to make a run at that and see if we can get our agencies picked back up using Lexapol. I believe it was January of 16, the law went into effect that the legislature said you had to have these policies in place in order to, you know, keep your police department active. And so as a result of that, OMAG, went out and acquired Luxpole for all of our members at no cost to our members. Yes, and that's what that's what makes it so uh, so great, is that it costs our members nothing. There's a couple of very fine points that makes Lexapol very helpful and easy for departments to use once the manual is done. And one of the biggest thing is, is any updates that are changes in either law or court decisions, and I'm speaking specifically of state and federal, uh, Lexapol provides a team that watches those things develop and actually push out updates for your policy way before some agencies even hear of the changes that might affect their policies. So that's one of the best things that I saw with Lexapol originally was your policies are never outdated. Your policies are always kept current. 
Uh, and then the second part to that was it gave us to, a way to actually monitor to see if the officers uh, were actually doing training on their policies. And those are referred to as daily training bulletins that the officers take. And, you know, the interesting part is those bulletins are only like two to three minutes long. Uh, they can take them almost anywhere as long as they have Internet access. And the plus side to that is we actually went through a process to get those DTBs or the daily training bulletins accredited through CLEAT. So if your agency is actually training on their policies like they're supposed to be training or should be training, they can actually receive up to about eight hours of CLEAT credit training uh, per year. So you can get about a third of your annual required training and never leave home. And never leave the house. Which with these tight um, budgets for our smaller departments is uh, is important. You know, there's a great benefit to Lexpol if, um, if those policies have been implemented properly. I see a lot of writing on your sheet. I see, you know, there's norm- numerous cases that are litigated, especially with injured civilians uh, during some police operations. And it's, it's really problematic when um, you step up in a court of law and uh, they discover that either you don't have policies that are up to date that you need to use, or in this case, you know, you have access to them that get updated consistently, plus areas that you can train on them and that you just don't take advantage of them. And it, it puts the, everybody involved in a bad spot when you're up there because there's really no excuse to uh, not be pushing the policies out. And particularly training, you know, it's not enough just to, a long time ago, you could take a piece of paper I've read, understood, will comply with this policy. Unless you're doing continuous training and updates, they're going to eat you alive in a court of law. That sounds bad, Billy. It, it is bad. Uh, in fact, I've, I've heard Matt Love, our general counsel, speak before about uh, even if you have a bad policy, but you followed your bad policy, that's still not going to protect you. So you might you might think you have a good policy that is actually a bad policy, and even if you followed it, it's not going to protect you. And so we have information about LexPoll and you all's contact information on the omag.org website. Yes, I think we're both listed on there. We're very easy to find. Just go to omag.org and go to the uh, staff section, I believe it is, is where we're all located at. The other, other thing that we, that we are finding out uh, with the policies, specifically the Lexapol, is we would like to start making a push to ensure that hopefully this broadcast might reach uh, actual city managers or mayors. We understand uh, clerks listen to a lot of the podcast, and maybe they can pass some of this information on because we feel like it's it's everyone's job to know whether or not your agency, your police department, is has current operational policies. And, and we need to make sure that that's being done, and we understand that it has to be done from the top. And, and chief's responsibilities to keep up with that, but also your city council needs to be aware of your policies and probably sign off on those because anytime there's going to be a tort claim or and or wind up being a unfortunately possibly a lawsuit, they're going to be named anyway. So they they themselves should also know that you have current and up to date policies and are training on those policies. Any final word as we uh, wrap up this uh, emphasis on Luxapol and training? I sure do. I know a lot of people get intimidated, especially agency heads, when it comes to issuing these policies and getting their DTBs squared away and just to get them put out there for their officers to take. And if you get hung up like that, uh, feel free to get a hold of me or Billy. Um, I have a lot of practical knowledge. Um, 
the Fletcher Police Department is one of the first SYNC departments uh, to use that program, and I've used that program a whole so, lot. So um, we got to stop right there. Okay. You just threw an acronym at folk, and oh, what does that acronym mean, and how Sorry. important is yeah. it for most of our departments? Uh, SYNC means a small agency, uh, no command staff. So uh, particularly, you know, most agencies in Oklahoma are going to have less than five or six people, so the, that power is centralized on the chief. So uh, that's what uh, SYNC's program is for. It's for smaller departments. And so they've, Lexpol has come in and uh, done some customization because of Kevin and Billy's work in the past. And so if you don't have to um, have a drug dog or helicopter or shark fighting equipment, uh, right. <laughs> they, they have a policy manual that fits most of our smaller departments. That's true. And a lot of people, uh, the most of the pushback I get from a lot of people is uh, the, the thing I hear the most is, I don't like cookie cutter policies and it's, it's not cookie cutter policies. Now, a lot of the, the policies are, are kind of regimented. However, there are changes that you can make that will be specific for your agency. So there's nothing cookie cutter about it. It's, if anything, it, it's made to fit. The other good thing about that is that Lexapol has put together a team that will actually physically assist agencies in developing those policies helping, uh, assisting them to actually push out those policies uh, and push out the daily training bulletins or DTBs. That team's been in place for several years now and are extremely helpful. Uh, even if an agency gets behind, each agency is assigned a, a specific person to assist them with the development of the policy. The good thing is it's all done by Zoom. They do it on the chief's time. Uh, and the chief is actually still the yes and no guy. So these aren't canned policies being pushed out. They're specific policies for that agency, which can be edited. The interesting part that we that I like about the Lexapro policies is as as whoever is assigned to work on those policies, they're able to see four different categories above each paragraph, and that's that's important because the the four categories is either it will say federal which means the language in that paragraph was taken specifically out of federal statute, or if it says state, then that language has been taken directly out of state statute. Where it becomes useful and being able to edit a lot are the other two categories, which is one is called best practice, which has been determined by working through multiple agencies across many states. I think Bill, correct me, but I think we were about the uh, 23rd state to join uh, Lexapol. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, and we're only one of the very few pools that provide that to all of our agencies for free. The fourth category that a lot of uh, agencies don't need or also can edit also is a category called discretionary. So those are the only four categories you're going to see in Lexapol. But the, but the best thing that's happened for us is the team that has been put, been put together to assist the agencies in doing this by Zoom meetings and on the chief's time. There should be very little excuses as to why someone can't keep a, or get their policies current and keep them up to date. And you can check with your local uh, city attorney, but it might be a good practice, uh, chief or clerk, if you're listening to us uh, today, or uh, Mr. Manager or Mr. Mayor, that the um, policies be uh, presented to the governing body for their action and review. It's the city's police department, and it's ultimately the city's policies and uh, procedures and practices that are being called into question when something uh, goes astray. 
We appreciate uh, the information on LexPol Update. I'm Bill Tackett, and that is this edition of OMAG All Access. We hope you can take something away from this podcast that will help your city or town. You can find more information about OMAG on our website at www.omag.org or on our Facebook page. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or ideas for a podcast topic, please send them to allaccess at omag.org. This episode is copyright OMAG 2023 under the Creative Commons 4.0 Attribution Non-Commercial Non-Derivatives International License. For more information, please visit creativecommons.org.